It's Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, one of our favorite subjects has injured her main masturbating finger. Plus, walking in on a shit-related phone call, assault with a deadly sewing needle, and festive yard decorations with ever-increasing genitalia. All this coming up today. Vagina is full of AIDS. Be careful you don't get AIDS, pervert. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you finally to start a new week of programs. Post-Christmas, I am back in the comfort of my own home. Ooh, what an ordeal this past weekend was. Now, on the last new episode of DV, I made some predictions. Let's listen back and see how I did. Meanwhile, when it's all said and done, it's going to be a balmy 78. I guarantee you, I'm going to need shorts this weekend. They always get it so very wrong. I'm going to call that prediction half right. I'm going to give myself half a point for that. Now, I was up in Northeast Ohio. So not only did we have whatever the fuck storm was rolling across the United States, we also had uh, lake effect snow off of Lake Erie, which I don't think most of you guys have uh, experienced because you don't live uh, next to great big lakes. Great lakes. They're so big, they are, in fact, great. So snow is created over the lakes and then uh, it's uh, blown onto land, basically wherever I'm at. So, like, this whole storm was uh, even worse in Ashtabula. And I got to say, it's probably not even, like, in the top five worst storms that I've ever personally been through. But, okay, people were freaking out. Travel conditions were treacherous for a few hours. If you're not a complete fuckwit, you realize this was going to happen and you, uh, you, you made plans accordingly. Like, I left Thursday morning and I missed all of the bad weather. I made great time going to my mom's. I didn't hydroplane once, thank you. My prediction was that it would be 78 degrees and I would be in my shorts, which is true, because my mom is like 100 years old and her body can't regulate temperature anymore. Anything under mm, 85 degrees Fahrenheit and she's like, ooh, there's a nip in the air. It's chilly. Are you cold? I'm like, no, my skin is bubbling. I, I think I'm boiling. Are you a witch? Are you trying to put me in a stew? What the hell is going on? Yeah, my mom leaves the house. And I'm telling her, uh, you know, I'm getting all these notifications from power companies saying we all need to conserve power and uh, lower the temperature on our thermostats. And my mom is like, uh, fuck no. Other people can do that. I'm going to be comfortable. Uh, and, you know, there might actually be more to this story. My mom's nerves might not be completely shot. She might accurately be sensing temperatures. 
in the house. And I'll tell you why. You know, we've got this uh, snowstorm that came through. It dropped several inches uh, of snow. The wind was blowing all crazy. And my mom goes into her bedroom and she, uh, I hear her talking, say something about cotton. She's like, why is there cotton coming out of the walls? I'm like, oh, mom, that's probably just asbestos. That shit will keep you nice and toasty. My mom's living in the slums for old people, which I'm actually kind of believing because I go in there to look at what's going on. Uh, Snow is coming into her room, not through a window, like a window that's not sealed or something. No, no, it's on the floor. It seems to be coming through the walls, like underneath the walls from outside. It's insane. There's a gap or something from outside and it leads all the way into my mom's uh, bedroom. Like these these apartments were built on slabs. And apparently, as I was talking to other elderly people in the neighborhood, I learned that uh, the, the whole area where, the, where this complex community was built, uh, it was on like a on swampland. So I'm guessing things are settling and... I don't know. These were just improperly built, but snow is coming. My mom was building. She was constructing snowballs. She was throwing snowballs at me in the house. Take a look at the chapter artwork. You can see some of the snow that was seeping in. I'll also make it the the featured image. We got to get my mom into a a better (laughs) apartment. It's apparently like under new management, I think as of like a year or two ago. And they're toying with the idea of allowing Section 8 people in, which is, you know, people who just they have no money they're very poor and so the you know the government kicks in some money to help pay rent which you know i guess there's nothing wrong with that but sometimes it attracts a certain type of crowd i'm not talking ethnically or racially i'm just saying there's uh, there's some riffraff that comes along with that excepting section eight right i don't want my mommy shot oh, there's a certain type of people coming into the neighborhood now if you know what i mean <laughs> That's a very mead skeleton thought, but yeah. So, you know, when my mom is in the bedroom and the rest of the house is cooking, the thermostat is set to broil. It's because those Arctic blasts are penetrating through her walls. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. Quite frankly, it's uh, a little concerning. Anyway, I had a nice holiday. I again arrived on Thursday and my mom was uh, on the phone when I came home and she was talking to her sister, my aunt. And uh, it was the middle of a conversation, but I instinctively was like, I got to record this just in case. So you're you're only getting my mom's end of the conversation, but you can pretty much tell what my aunt is talking about. Oh, I bet you that. I bet you that's what did it. Salad. What's in the salad? They're talking about this. I bet you it's the salad that did it. <laughs> it comes right out. Yeah. Oh, that's not nice. That's not good. No. Long-time listeners of the show know my aunt has a very loose asshole. She, you know, it's lost all elasticity. And sure enough, she calls to tell my mom every time, you know, she shits herself. This was one of those calls. She always blames it on the salad. It's either salad or soda pop. She thinks those are her triggers. And for years, she's been saying it. But she continues to eat fucking salad. Isn't that that what they say, like, the true definition of insanity is? You keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result? Anyway, I tried to record my mom relaying the story. I wanted to know exactly what happened. By the way, you'll have to excuse the extremely loud television in the background. You know, my mom's old. If you listen closely, you'll hear my cousin Vinny. My mom truly does have eclectic taste. It's always like uh, I go in there and she's watching either a Hallmark movie, an old black and white Cary Grant film. But then, you know, she'll throw you, throw me for a curve occasionally. Like I was sitting in the kitchen on the computer, just, you know, messing around. And all of a sudden I hear like, that kid's a fucking retard. Look, I'm just trying to get my dick sucked over here. I'm like, what the fuck is my mom listening to? Like, what is she watching? She was watching Bad Santa. She's like, oh, that's the first one. I've watched all of them. She's a big Bad Santa fan. She loves that Thurman Merman. (laughs) Anyway, so here's my mom uh, talking uh, about what she just heard my aunt describe to her. Yeah, she uh, she her pants. Or she (laughs) had the salad or whatever. She thinks that's what did it. She said, What happened? From the living room to the. To the living room, to the bathroom, she said she made a mess. She said I, she couldn't control it. She said it just came. 
<laughs> it just came out. And she said, well, you know, and then after, she said, I, I can't, I can't control it. She said, it just comes right out. She said, that was a mess. I bet you it stunk in there. Yes, Mom, I bet it did. On Christmas, my aunt actually did. She brought it up to me. She's like, oh, Tim, I got another story for you. She knows I like her shit stories. She also knows that I play them on the podcast. Like, she doesn't know when I'm recording her, but she knows it happens. But uh, she wouldn't tell me the story this time. I think it was because, like, there were new people over, like, girlfriends of cousins and stuff, and she all of a sudden got bashful. But honestly, I don't even need to hear the story. I've heard it so many times before. Yes, salad. You shit yourself. From the living room to the bathroom, you had to clean it all up and it stunk. Stop eating the salad, woman. Lettuce needs to be banned from that house. Needless to say, we did not serve salad at uh, the Christmas dinner we had. So that was my Christmas. I hope you all had just as festive a time as me. I did get back to Cincinnati a little bit later than I wanted to, which was why there was no uh, Monday best of show like I was planning. But that's okay. It's Tuesday. I'm on time with the podcast. That's all you could really ask for, right? I've got some more great news in the form of a belated Merry Christmas message from one of our very own Utards, Joey. Hope y'all having a great Christmas and y'all having loving presents and having a lovely time with your family. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Joey. You, some of you people are lucky. I, got, I sleep on the second floor in my house and it's hot as a bitch. Okay. Mind you, I'm watching porn and I jerk off to shit that makes it even hotter. Well, this Merry Christmas message quickly turned weird, huh? So yeah, man. I love you all. Bust some nuts on some good girls and naughty ones you can find. Love y'all. This has been a holiday message from Joey. Oh, thank you very much, Joey. It's been a while since we've heard from him. Uh, moving on, you know, guys, I love doing a daily show for you. It's fun to be here every day. You know, I'll always be around sharing weird shit. I've gotten to know many of you freaks who listen on a daily basis. Uh, you know, the connections are wonderful, yada, yada, yada. But there is something to be said about uh, taking a few days off, recharging, coming back, and then just like being hit over the head with fucked up shit. You know, when I'm searching for this stuff day in and day out, you become desensitized. But then you take a little vacay, you come back and you're like, what the fuck? What? What is this? Well, Gail Cord Schuler is back. This is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I don't even want to tell you the title of her video. I fear that that would just give it all away. Let's just take a listen and see what's going on with the Church of Gail. Well, I was uh, Skyping with Zach Knight and telling him that Lizzo uh, messed up what I call my masturbation thumb. All right. Who had Gail hurting the thumb that she masturbates with on their 2022 bingo card? Because I sure as fuck didn't have that. I don't think I've ever heard Gail talk about masturbation, let alone the fact that she uses her thumb to do it. We really need to let Gail know about that uh, Adam and Eve promo code FREAK, F-R-E-A-K, for half off just about any item from their vast catalog of all sorts of adult stuff. <laughs> Movies, toys, lingerie, most importantly, masturbation aids. Don't let your thumb do all the work, you'll get cramps. Or, as what apparently happened to poor Gail is, uh, you know, 900-pound musical superstar Lizzo sits on your thumb and then you're out of commission, masturbationly speaking. All right, let's let's get the whole story here. And telling him that Lizzo uh, messed up what I call my masturbation thumb. And uh, this is the thumb that I use oh. when I, uh, like when Brent and I, see, I never see Brent or actually feel his entire penis when it comes inside me. And so I usually need to give myself a little help to get to an <laughs> orgasm if I'm interested in getting one. <laughs> I have some asexual tendencies, so it's not really a big deal to me whether I get an orgasm every time I have sex with Brent. I mean, I can still be happy with the experience even without an orgasm. Boy, a lot of new information is coming fast and furiously, huh? Woo! And this is, uh, Lizzo apparently attacked this thumb because she realizes that this is the thumb that I use to stimulate myself so that I can get an orgasm with my 
sex partner, and the one I've been having it with all the time has been my husband, Brent. He is in the mood every day. Boy, if you're a new listener to the Short of You Daily, like if this is the first episode you've ever tuned into, I'm sure you've got some questions. I, look, I can't get into the whole thing right now. But yes, uh, Gabrielle Channa Gale here uh, is married to Brent Spiner in her own fruity mind, uh, and she communicates with him telepathically, brain to brain transmission. And oh, yeah, Brent Spiner played Data on Star Trek The Next Generation. Vladimir Putin is uh, roaming around in Gale's mind. There's all sorts of celebrities that Gale interacts with. Apparently Lizzo sits on her. Uh, She has not made me unhappy. Simply because I don't need to have an orgasm. Yeah. Ah. Joke's on you, Lizzo. <laughs> like most Jesuits do, you know. To be- Are you calling Lizzo a Jesuit? Them are fighting words. By the way, the title of this new video is Lizzo Attacked My Masturbation Thumb. <laughs> like most Jesuits do, you know, to be happy in my sex life. I get most of my sexual satisfaction from the intimacy, the closeness, and the best friendness of the intimacy. So You can uh, act like you're highly evolved and you don't need to orgasm or sexually pleasure yourself, but uh, let me remind you, you broke your masturbation thumb. You have a masturbation thumb. Try to act all high and mighty with us, bitch. The uh, orgasmic part uh, vicariously. In other words... Okay. It's really easy for Brent to get an orgasm. I mean, I he's humping into me just about every, uh, not just about every day. In fact, one way that I know that he's okay and that he's alive and that he's well is that... If, he's jizzing on me constantly. Is that I, 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 it's reassuring for me to feel him humping because then I know <laughs> that I know he's okay, right? Like an overexcited bulldog, that Brent Spiner. So, um, yeah, um... Rule 13 wanted me to demonstrate how she says she, apparently she's never used her thumb. Okay, Rule 13 is just someone who contacts Gail, like a real person, like a troll, like an internet troll, emails Gail. And I guess Rule 13 is really just trying to get Gail to show us all how she masturbates. Or used her thumb to uh, help her get an orgasm. She just totally relies on Zack Knight's penis. Um... I thought every woman did this, so maybe maybe it's only women with asexual tendencies that tend to do this. So, Lady freaks, do you have a masturbation thumb? If so, which one is it? Left hand, right hand? I could be happy uh, with an orgasm like once every two weeks. Okay, so I don't think you're asexual then. I mean, everyone is on a different time frame. Like some, some guys need to like come jerk off every day or every couple of days. Two weeks seems like a little long, but like for a woman, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think it's that uh, it's strange. I don't think that makes you asexual at all if you're orgasming every couple weeks, <laughs> or even less, once a month. Oh, and well, I'd be okay, content. that is weird. <laughs> you say, but your husband, he has it every day. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He humps my leg like like a normal relationship. He gets off grinding up against my ankle. I I I uh, get the, I have what you call. I get my joy in knowing that I make him happy. He, My vagina is available to him all the time. So you have not put a dent in my happiness. Since I only need an orgasm like once every two weeks, and since my thumb will probably be healed uh, within two weeks. Yeah, this is obviously directed at Lizzo and masturbation mutilator. But I say, well, can't your husband's penis get you an orgasm? Well, I have, no, I don't know if, if it's because I have asexual tendencies. Or because the penis is imaginary that might have at least a little something to do with it. Or what? But my entire life, no man's penis has ever given me an orgasm. Ooh. Oh. I have to use... Shout out to Gail's ex. She really did. She has a real life son, by the way. So she has procreated. Which is kind of a scary thought. I hope that kid has checked himself out, right? He gone to the doctor, scanned for schizophrenia or something. I have to use my thumb to help it out. Okay. You might say, well, what do you do? Okay. Um, what I do... Hold on. We're gonna, we need to set the mood here. I need some sexy, sensual music. There it is. All right, Gail. Teach us how to thumb our clits. What I do is... Um, let's pretend like... She's holding up a fist. Let me see if I can get this. Pretend like this is a vagina. 
and here's your clitoris, okay? I'm pretty sure she's pointing at the wrong place for the clitoris. All I'll do is put the thumb in there and cut usually, and what's really funny is she gave me the cut right on the knuckle. That's usually just what I use to uh, stimulate my clitoris. Okay, she knuckle fucks herself. <laughs> she, she rubs her clit with her knuckle. Again, I'm laughing because I think this is absurd, but maybe that's really how ladies masturbate. I don't know what the hell you girls are up to. It's a total mystery to me. It all sounds like insanity. Cut usually, and what's really funny is she gave me the cut right on the knuckle. That's usually just what I use to stimulate my clitoris. So it's kind of like... Knuckle-picking guitar strings, right? Connect with my partner sexually. I mean, like... Whatever. I kind of like vicariously experience what uh, in my yeah yeah yeah. I want to hear more about your knuckle rubbing. Mind, I pretend like I'm in their body, that I'm actually a man and I have a penis. What? I actually visualize that in my mind while. I don't think that's how any of this works, ladies. When you're masturbating, do you play your clit like a violin with your knuckle while pretending you have a dick? What? the hell is going on with Gail? Can someone diagnose her? Ziggo? TV listener Ziggo is like a psychology major or a psychologist. Seriously, can you tell me what the hell's going on with Gail here? That I'm actually a man and I have a penis. I actually visualize that in my mind while we're having sex. And because maybe it's because I'm as- I have asexual tendencies, I have oh, to... Oh, yeah. Blame everything on the fact you're asexual. That's not... Again, that's not how this works. You can't do that. Kind of do that to get into it, so... Especially when you're, like, doing sex stuff. Blaming it on your asexuality. What I'll do is kind of, like, rub my thumb very caressingly and soothingly into the clitoris, stimulating it. If he's, um... If he's really in a passionate mood, I'll go really rough, like... Yeah, rough knuckle it. Better be careful. You're going to sand down that clit. What happened to my love nub? It's gone. There's just like pencil shavings where it used to be. You wore it down. You were too rough with it, Gail. And if he's if he's more in a caressing mood, like he's using his penis, then I'll kind of like... So basically what I do is um, I... Uh, you masturbate. You masturbate like the horny bitch you are. For me to get turned on, I have to have an emotional connection with my partner. Oh, every woman says that. You're not special. Look, we're only six minutes into a 20-minute video. I think it's all about masturbation, so... I'm going to continue watching this later, and if there's any other good parts, uh, tomorrow on the podcast, I will bring that to you. Finally, before we get into the news today... As many longtime listeners of the show know, I currently drive a Kia Seltos SUV. Laugh if you will, and I know many of you are, but, uh, you know, you look at any of those lists for, uh, in- you know, inexpensive SUVs, boom, Kia Seltos tops those lists. It's a good car. It's all-wheel drive. It doesn't look horrible. And, uh, yes, it was pretty inexpensive. Now, my lease is uh, up uh, in June. I'm worried that uh, all the good cars are still uh, hard to come by. I don't know if that's an actual thing that's still a problem, but last year, you wanted to buy a new car, you were shit out of luck. You had to wait. This was mostly due to supply chain issues, chip shortages, and stuff like that. So I thought I'd, I'd start looking now and talk to the dealership and just get an idea of when I need to pull the trigger on all of this. So I'm looking at various cars and I'm wondering, is it time? Is it time for Timmy Boo to go all electric? Now, I can't afford a Tesla or a Hyundai Ioniq 5 or like any of the, even the shitty EVs I can't afford. The Chevy Bolt EUV, which is like a small crossover SUV type thing. Uh, that is interesting to me because it's very inexpensive. And starting in January, there's all these crazy tax credits. They'll total at least like 7,000 some odd dollars. And I would like to have those because if next year I got all of these tax credits and I wouldn't have to pay much or anything uh, for my taxes, that would be great. Because, you know, I'm always getting fucked because of this goddamn show. And by fucked, I mean, you know, I have to pay my fair share. I don't like to do that. Paying taxes sucks. Don't tread on me, man. I'm going to turn into one of those guys. Give me that yellow flag with the snake on it. 
The downside is uh, the Chevy Bolt looks kind of dorky. It's a, it's an electric vehicle. I don't know how I would do with that. I don't drive that much anymore, but mm, driving up to Ashtabula those few times a year, that might be a problem. There are no EV like charging stations in Ashtabula. On the plus side, that's a great excuse to not have to visit Ashtabula. Sorry, my car can't make it. There's no way to juice it up over there, man. Ultimately, I don't know what to do. I might just get another Seltos. I could always lease that. It was an okay car. I mean, it could also go back to like a Mazda CX-5. I just don't know. There are so many options. Well, thankfully, I have Miss May to help me with my decision. She was kind enough to forward along a video called Electric Car by Ellie Space. This was very quite illuminating. that she's laying out the pros and cons, right? EVs are the future, man, but, you know, they don't they don't go very far. For those long trips, an EV might not be right for you. For me personally, I hate seeing people. I hate going places. I just like to stay in the house. So you know what? Maybe an electric car is right for me. Thank you, Ellie Space. Thank you, Miss May. Actually giving me some stuff to ponder here. The world wouldn't what? be the same. Huh? The real problem here is I can't understand what the what the hell she's saying. In the game by a nice electrica. The high-tech future isn't fun. This song reminds me of uh, when Bjork was talking about uh, what's inside a television. Doesn't it have that same vibe? Look at this. This looks like a city, like a little model of a city. And all the houses which are here. Yeah, if you've never seen the video, she's, she opens up the back of a television and points to, like, capacitors and stuff. They look like little houses. They really take care, take care of all the electrons when they come through here. I think if Bjork wrote a song about what's inside a television, it would sound a lot like Ellie Space's Ode to the Electric Car. Drive through television city. Electricals are very fast. They don't even produce dust. Nature friendly, no pollution. It's this time the best solution. Well, ladies, uh, you've given me much to think about. Thank you, Miss May. And thank you to uh, Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee, Ellie Space. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Did I fuck up news? Right up. All right, freaks, let's make 2023 a great one. And how do we go about doing that? Take a second. Think about it. That's enough time. You should know the answer by now. Become a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, DB's member side, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. This week's a little bit different because we're starting late. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. If you sign up that way, you get access to a, a personalized RSS feed that you can plug into most, not all, podcasting apps. I know it works with Apple Podcasts, uh, Overcast, uh, Pocket Casts, I believe, works over there on Android. All the big ones. There's, of course, instructions over there at superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, an easier way, if you uh, you know use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can uh, sign up right in those apps, and you will gain access to all of the new Sideshow-exclusive episodes, along with the, uh, the most recent 400 or so shows. Again, a great, easy way to get Sideshow access. It's right in those apps. If you're listening to uh, Distorted View and Apple Podcasts, right near the top, yeah, there's a little box that says Distorted View Sideshow. Subscribe. Just tap on that. It couldn't be easier. Same with Spotify. Just find Distorted View and there'll be a link to subscribe. Easy peasy. On my kneesy. 
Waggle, waggle. I will blow you if you sign up for the Sideshow, basically. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you uh, to all of my Sideshow members. Final way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over uh, over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Thank you so much to all of my patrons and Sideshow members. You are the reason this podcast continued all the way through 2022. Pat yourself on the backs. So you did a good job this year. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. Oh, great. First story back from a little vacation, and it just happens to come from our most fucked up stage. Say it with me. Florida, our most fucked up state. Well, this story is uh, about someone who's not very nice. <laughs> a 31-year-old man in Florida was arrested for allegedly holding a sewing needle to his neighbor's neck. That right there leads me to believe that uh, this attack was not planned. He didn't come with a gun or a knife. He's improvising. Gonna stab this motherfucker with a sewing needle. He's gonna embroider this guy. I'm gonna crochet you to death. Whatever it takes, man, I'm that mad. Yes, a 31-year-old man in Florida was arrested for allegedly holding a sewing needle to his neighbor's neck and then threatening to kill him before nearly beating his roommate's raccoon to death with a hammer. There's that Florida twist. Betcha you weren't expecting a raccoon beaten with a hammer to be involved in this news story. Thought it was just going to end with that sewing needle thing. No, no. This is Florida. Florida. Uh, Tevin Keeson Williams was taken into custody last week and charged with two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. I guess the sewing needle. And one count of aggravated animal cruelty. Look, I, I get you're not supposed to be beating animals with a hammer, but I hope the news story addresses if this was a legal pet. Are you just are you allowed to have raccoons as pets in Florida? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. You know what? On second thought, scratch that question. I, 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 I know the answer. Of course, you're allowed to have raccoons as pets. You can have alligators as pets. Hell, a few years ago, you could fuck pets legally. That's pure Florida right there. Each of the charges against Williams are third-degree felonies punishable by a maximum five years in state prison. According to a sworn probable cause affidavit, uh, deputies with the Lake County Sheriff's Office at approximately 5.38 p.m. on December 14th responded to a 911 call regarding a battery complaint at a residence located in the 10 block of Circle Drive. Upon arriving at the scene, first responders say they made contact with an adult female claiming to be one of the victims. A woman, one of Williams' roommates, whose name was redacted from the affidavit, allegedly told deputies that when she arrived home from work, Williams got off of his scooter, all right, I want to know more about that later, walked over to her car and began punching her vehicle. Like, was it a mobility scooter? Was it like a Razor scooter? Was it one of those Lime scooters? You know, those electric things? Like, what type of scooter? Does it have a basket? Like, is it a sit-down scooter? Anyway, so Williams got off of his scooter, walked over to her car, and began punching her vehicle. That's not cool. She also allegedly stated that as he was damaging her car, she heard Williams say, I'm going to kill you. The woman said she was able to get out of her car. What? Why would you do that? There's a man outside of your car hitting it telling you straight to your face if you get out of your car i am going to kill you so what does this dumb bitch do she gets out of her car and she runs i bet you she runs in the house too and upstairs it's like a horror movie it's one poor decision after another i'll just go up to the highest point of the house you know where there are no exits you know someplace where i can be easily cornered maybe a closet all right, so the woman was able to flee. She thankfully didn't go into her house. She went into her neighbor's house where one of the neighbors told her that Williams had just killed her raccoon. Williams' roommate allegedly told investigators she kept her raccoon in a kennel located towards the back of the house. One of the deputies then walked around the outside of the home and located the hammer alleged to have been used in the incident next to the back uh, tire of a car parked in the driveway. He then went to the rear of the home and located the raccoon. The animal was taken out of its kennel and left in the grass after it was attacked by the defendant. A few feet from the raccoon, I observed a blue mat with what appeared to be bloodstains from the animal. This is all according to the affidavit. The deputy noted that the animal was still breathing as he left the scene. 
As deputies were speaking to the first victim, a visibly upset Williams allegedly came out of the house. He complied with deputies' orders and was detained and interviewed on the scene. Williams allegedly said that he was in an altercation with the person and another male, but denied having any weapons on his person and denied making any threats to anyone. What about the raccoon thing? Did you beat a raccoon with a hammer? Additional interviews allegedly contradict Williams' claims. A male neighbor allegedly told deputies that he was sitting on his porch when Williams came over and placed a sewing needle to his throat and, quote, told him he was going to kill him. The man said he went back into his house, but Williams began to follow him. The male victim further advised that Williams had killed the female victim's raccoon by hitting him with a hammer and shooting the animal with a BB gun on its neck. This new story really does have it all, almost. It almost has it all. I would like to hear Williams' reason for the attack. Like, what was the altercation that caused this? It's got to be something good, right? Williams was booked into the Lake County Jail that day. He was released on December 17th after posting $6,000 bond. A judge issued a court order requiring that Williams not have any contact with the victims and stay at least 500 feet away from them. And the raccoon, right? He's scheduled to appear in court for his arraignment on January 9th. So uh, there you go. That's what's happening in Florida. But that's not the only thing happening in Florida. That's right. We got another one from our most fucked up state. Shout out to Timmy Booth of TheStartOfView.com from Florida, our most fucked up state. Shout out to Timmy Booth, nigga. Thank you. This is a relatively nice festive news story. It has to do with Christmas and giving and reindeer. But again, it's got that Florida twist we're always looking for. The reindeer first appeared in Bayshore Beautiful eight years ago, said the neighbor who started it all. Since then, pairs of wooden deer have steadily spread from yard to yard, lining streets around El Prado Boulevard each holiday season. According to Jeff Sweet, the man who's making the reindeer, his herd has now grown to about 128 deer. Yeah, that's pretty good, said Sweet, a general contractor. But my goal... My dream is to have so many reindeer all over the neighborhood and all over South Tampa that there's reindeer everywhere. The reindeer arrive at their new homes as blank slates for customization. There are now pink and green tropical-themed reindeer, stars and stripes reindeer, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation-themed reindeer, a Tom Brady reindeer, some Pittsburgh Steelers reindeer, Sweet refuses to sell the reindeer, though. He simply gives them away. It's only done through word of mouth. When he hears that someone wants some reindeer, boom, they might just appear on your lawn one day. There is one thing that uh, all of these reindeer, all 128 at this point, share. And that one attribute is that uh, they're anatomically correct. They got some low-hanging tanks on these reindeers. Quote, well, that's very important, Sweet said, drawing laughter from a group of reindeer-owning neighbors who'd gathered to chat in a driveway. He also noted that due to the size of the pencil he uses to trace the reindeer cutouts, the genitals are growing by about an eighth of an inch every year. Take a look at the chapter artwork and you can see some of these reindeer balls. The neighbor said the reindeer and the reindeer testicles are just a sweet's way of spreading joy. You should paint the testicles like chestnuts, right? That would be very Christmas themed. The neighbor said the reindeer are uh, just sweet's way of spreading joy, community, and his sense of humor in what's becoming an uncommonly close group of neighboring friends. We can all use more holiday spirit and laughter, said Jeff Sweet's wife, Kelly. New to the neighborhood this year, giant wooden caribou. That wasn't sweet. Another neighbor made those, uh, though the animals do share some distinctive traits. Yes, the caribou also have big balls. Welcome to Tampa, Florida. Oops, that was that was supposed to be a trumpet. There we go. The file names are very close to one another. One is trumpet duty and the other one is trumpet fanfare bad. Both work, honestly. Final story we have for you today. More great news if you live in South Korea and are hard up for pussy. The sex dolls will soon start flowing into the country. Well, now I'm just doing it on purpose. Oh. Okay. I I, I should have mentioned there is a third file also named Trumpet. This is Trumpet Duty with Gas Bullets. 
I'm pretty sure that's Cheryl Murkowski. I'd recognize her shits anywhere. I could finger those dudes in a lineup. South Korea has formally lifted a ban on the import of full-body sex dolls, ending years of debate over how much the government can interfere in private life. If you don't have stock in real doll yet, you should you should buy, buy, buy. I'm very bullish. Someone get Jim Cramer from Mad Money on the line. I, I got to see what he thinks. Although there are no laws or regulations banning the import of sex dolls, hundreds and perhaps thousands have been seized by customs, which cited a clause in the law that bans the import of goods that, quote, harm the country's beautiful traditions and public morals. What about sex toys in general? I wonder if they have those over there. Or if all the poor South Korean women are rubbing their clits with their knuckles like Gale. I'm surprised more fires aren't started that way. Importers complained and took their case to courts, most of which agreed with them and ordered customs to release the sex dolls, saying they are used in people's private spaces and don't undermine human dignity. On Monday, the Korea Customs Service said in a statement that it began enforcing a revised guideline for import of life-size adult sex dolls. It said it reviewed recent court rulings and opinions from relevant government agencies, including the Ministry of Gender Equality and Family. The Customs Service said it will still ban the import of childlike sex dolls. Yeah, that's okay. I think we're all on board there. No, no child dolls with fuckholes. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> Uh, or even uh, embodying certain people. I think like, like celebrity sex dolls may be out of the question. Uh, it said other countries like the United States, Australia, and the UK also ban childlike sex dolls. Well, we're trying to get those laws changed, aren't we? Hi, Galileo2333. Yes, my friend Galileo is running for Congress, and he would sure like your vote. He's running on a simple platform, and that is... Repeal any law protecting children, especially in regards to sex or pornography. He's Galileo 2333, and he approves this message. While the decision reflects South Korea's slow yet gradual moves to restrict state interference into personal lives, some women's rights and conservative organizations will likely again voice their opposition to the use of sex dolls. They say that deepens sexual objectification of women, and it undermines public moral. Care and Share Company, a South Korean company that imports sex dolls. What a bad business to be in. All the, all the sex dolls were getting confiscated at customs. We've been in business for 57 years and we've never turned a profit. We haven't even sold a sex doll. We really think this is going to be our turnaround year. You know, now that we have inventory, that is the very definition of perseverance, right? Good on them, care and share. Uh, they said in a statement that it was deplorable for the Customs Service to lift the import ban. What? After allegedly wasting taxpayers' money for lawsuits with importers, the company said it suffered immense losses. Did I not read this right? Care and share, a South Korean company that imports sex dolls, said that it was deplorable for the Customs Service to lift the import ban after allegedly wasting... I, I don't get what... The, you should be happy! It said South Korea must perform other regulations that have a negative impact on the uh, economy as well. We thought our people's rights to seek happiness and use sex dolls in their private lives have been restricted by the state. Yes, the ban is lifted. Again, you should be happy. Why, why be a sore winner here? There are various types of people who use sex dolls, including those who are sexually alienated or those who need them for artistic purposes. I like to say uh, the way I fuck is artistic. I have an interesting take on positions and movements. It's very herky-jerky. It's pleasurable only to me. Did I say artistic? I meant autistic. The way I have sex is very autistic. I most certainly don't look at my partner in the eye when doing it. And when they try to touch me, I start screaming. Ah! A sensory overload type thing, I think. I don't know. Lee Sang Jin of the Karen Chair Company said the decision by the customs was reasonable but a bit late. South Korean authorities don't crack down on the sale of domestically made sex dolls, but their quality is in general inferior to those made abroad, Lee said. That's right, USA number one! We make the best fake pussies! We may be number 27 in the world when it comes to healthcare and education, but goddammit do we make a nice dildo. You want to be safe and educate yourself? Move to fucking Denmark. You want a world-class fuck doll? That's all America, baby. The red, white, and blue. As in, blew my load all over its silicone face. 
Lee said the company had already taken back more than 20 sex dolls from custom officials through lawsuits. He said the company has filed separate lawsuits seeking government compensation as many of the retrieved sex dolls became unusable following about two years of seizures by the custom service. The custom service decision would allow importers to get back their sex dolls held in government storages run by the agency. Custom officials said they still likely hold more than a thousand sex dolls that had been sent to South Korea since 2018. Hey, if you live in South Korea, there might be some uh, big sales coming up of uh, new old stock. Might be your chance to uh, get your hands on an affordable love doll. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Tuesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Again, so glad to be back with you. And uh, we're going to do some voicemails. Many ways to contact the show. Uh, show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. I think we have some patrons uh, to catch up with here. Now, you see, what you got to do is go to distortedview.com slash store because we got a sale going on. There's a lot of stuff. In the store, the yeah. sale, we got a DV logo red, red ring neck tumbler, only $24 on sale now. Yep. Me dialing. Oh, this is Don West calling in, I think. Me dialing, people. Dial, dial, dial. Me typing to startedview.com slash store. We got a new embroidered DV logo, unisex twill hat. Only $22. Yeah. Me dialing. Me dialing, people. Get to the Distorted View store. Make Tim and Boo have a bright Christmas. <laughs> Thank, I love when the freaks do uh, the hard work for me. I do have to apologize. The uh, final day of Distorted View savings was supposed to be $20 off uh, 50 and uh, $30 off 100 but I, I completely forgot to set up those codes, uh, the promo <laughs> codes, before I left to Ashtabula. And then, you know, Christmas was... It, it totally left my mind. I am so sorry, Freak. So if you do still want to purchase something from the DV store, I will activate those coupon codes today, and I'll, and I'll leave that running for a, a couple days to make up for it. And then uh, and then we'll slowly wind down the DV store this year. So if you want something, now's a great time to purchase it. Still a lot of uh, items available. Shirts, hats, mugs, tumblers. I mean, you heard fake Don West. We've got a... Red ringneck tumbler. I don't know what I well, I don't know what a ringneck is, but that's what they call it. A red ringneck tumbler, only twenty four dollars. <laughs> hey, Timothy, it's Meowness. Hey, Meowness. So, um, I'm one of these freaks that um, I'm not like a lot of these other freaks that think that you're an idiot or make fun of you for being an idiot. I actually think that you're. I guarantee you, this phone call is going to be an example of why I'm an idiot. Like. I never thought you were an idiot before, but I listened to the podcast, <laughs> and I just have to point this out. You're dumb. I'm not like a lot of these other freaks that think that you're an idiot or make fun uh -huh. of you for being an idiot. Uh -huh. I actually think that you're pretty intelligent, and but like, <laughs> you definitely know a lot of stuff, and mm. I don't know if sometimes you just, like, you try to be dumb just to be dumb. Like, I know you're smart, which is why I thought... And never, I, I thought that you actually knew what Galileo 2333's name was named after. You I know, well, I know of, I know who Galileo was. I don't know the 2333. There's reference today on, on one of your shows this week that um, that he's a, trav, uh, a time traveler from 2333. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know if you, maybe you don't, didn't know this. Uh, 1633, I don't remember the actual decade, uh, the, the century. I think it's 1633. But that's the year that Galileo went on trial uh, okay. for thinking that <laughs> we were not the center of the solar system. Okay. Uh, and that there was other planets out there. Like, I, I don't know if you knew that. Like, that was, he's basically, yes, he's, I am he's, familiar with Ga like the, the, the real Galileo. He's equating the persecution that Galileo went through of, quote-unquote, seeing the reality of the oh. situation of oh that i didn't get i didn't get i didn't think it was that deep with galileo 2333 so wait he's calling himself like a modern day galileo i guess that kind of makes sense the reality of the situation of the, the solar system and the universe to his persecution against him of seeing <laughs> the quote-unquote truth of the fact that we're all supposed to quote-unquote be with underage girls 
Right. <laughs> like he's not a time traveler for twenty three thirty three. He's no. Dead. Oh, I, that's a joke. Yeah, I know he's not really a time traveler. I just thought. The name sounds funny, right? Galileo and the name 2333. It sounds like a year. That's why I called him time traveler from the future. Boy, you guys really do think I'm stupid, huh? Hey, Tim. It's Bongezilla. I haven't called in a while, and I just wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas. And I wanted to tell you a Christmas story that I wanted to tell you for a long time. I, um... I thought he was going to start singing Christmas shoes. (laughs) Was the dad in a play of the Christmas shoes and I know all the songs and I had to teach them how to sing them I love learning about freaks in their real lives right like we've got Bongizilla who's been a long time listener a you know a a true and honorable freak I'm sure he's uh, sent in links to like weird sex stuff (laughs) pornos and you know stuff to feature on the podcast over the years but now we're learning that um, he participated in a production of the Christmas shoes. To teach them how to <laughs> sing them. Was it a church production? So I um, I did that at a church. Mm. Yeah. So um, hail Satan. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Bongezilla. See, even churchgoers can be freaks. TV can be our little secret. Part of the club. You're one of my buddies. Now you sort of see why it's so hard to get people to share the podcast with their friends. I mean, by and large, you know, the listeners of DV are just like normal people. You know, if I advertised heavily to ex-cons and sex offenders and stuff, I think the show would be shared way more often, right? Those people communicate with uh, with other felons, with other sex offenders. And I just realized that I that I'm kind of telling you guys that uh, the content on DV appeals to sex offenders, which is not exactly what I was trying to convey. I honestly don't know what my point was here. I should probably just stop while I'm ahead. All right. uh, That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. What I call my masturbation bump. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts and uh, uh, final reminder, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up right now. Uh, otherwise, I will see you back on uh, Thursday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody! Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.